It is currently 4.44 p.m. in a Target bathroom. No idea how this audio recording is going to sound, but you know, it spices things up. I just had this thought about this conversation I just recently had with someone. And they were talking about hanging out with this person who we both have a past with. And we can both agree they're not that great of a person. And yes, everyone has a good in them and everyone has bad in them. And everyone's a mixture, a big mosaic of all the messy shit and beauty in the world. But you can definitely tell who has leaned more one way and is more egoic. Which, nothing wrong with the ego. The ego is a very good thing, and it can be a tool. If we use our intentions properly, we can mold an ego that basically repels negative thoughts, negative energy, and only invites and brings in love, unconditional love. For example, if you were to laugh at me and be like, why are you recording this? This is a really dumb idea. You're stupid. Ha ha ha. This is just funny to watch you fail. I would go you know what? I actually think it's very fucking intelligent. And why are you shitting on someone for doing something? I think it takes a lot more balls, which I hate that term, so I don't know why I used it. I think it takes a lot more, it just, it rolls off the tongue better. I think it takes a lot more balls to be yourself and put yourself out there vulnerably and just authentically than it is to just shit on someone. So, (laughs) fuck you. I'm not on my couch just scrolling on tiktok all day i'm fucking researching and i'm learning and i'm doing shit that feels good and i think a lot of what i say is actually really fucking smart but you see that's my ego that i've built up because i didn't always used to believe that back a while ago if someone were to say that i would have accepted it as true but now that i've grown as a person i've realized No, that's not true because I don't believe it's true and it doesn't make me feel good, so it's not true. (laughs) So having an ego isn't bad. It can act as your armor. But anyways, I got really far off topic. I was talking about the difference between someone less compassionate for another human versus someone who, yeah, on the outside they may seem really fucked up, like they're always doing the wrong thing. But they got, a, they got a good heart and they really are fucking trying. And I, I think anyone who's genuinely been around this person, who isn't brainwashed themselves, a fresh outside perspective, can understand that they are just one of the most shaming, selfish people. That Just a personality type. I can't even say like the most because no, it's a very common thing actually. It's very normal, but it's not the type of person you want to be around. And we both have a really, we both grew up around this person. And they're talking about how they're going on like a meeting with them soon. Like they're going on to hang out with them. And I was like, why? Just why? I just, I don't understand this person because they continuously associate themselves with every single person who has created their trauma created them into being the person that they are today to being a program to being someone who really struggles 
It's such a common thing you see too. People who have had family in their whole lives, they've done nothing but tell them every single thing that's wrong with them, tell them how awful of a person they are, do atrocious things. And for some reason, the kid will always keep them in their life. And eventually, when they become an adult, they're like, oh, well, you know, you just learn to kind of get over it. Like, don't let it bother you. That's your parents. That's your family. Uh, of course, I'm going to keep in contact with them. Like, I love them. Even though all the parent does is still shame them and look down on them like they're filthy, demonic scum. Why are you still around them? The parent never really changes. And the kid has just accepted that as minor little things, minor little quirks that the parents do. I, I feel as if it is a child's tendency to love their parents, quite frankly, more than the parents love the kid. In a lot of cases, a child will make so many excuses for their behavior, understand, rationalize, spend so much of their time, energy, trying to explain how they became the person that they became and make it make sense and find ways to still love them and yada, yada, yada. When in actuality, the parent's low-key just a piece of shit. And the parent would have never done that for the child. So while the child's trying to rationalize their parents' behavior and why they became the person that they are and find ways to still love them, they're running around with the scars left behind, chasing after all the wrong people who will give them that feeling of love that they never received and are never going to receive. As they deal with this devastation, their entire life blows up in their face. They fail school, they probably do a bunch of reckless ass shit. And where is the parent in all of this? Oh yeah! Still shaming them, still beating the crap out of them, still making them feel like worthless scum. You guys know. You guys, you guys probably know. And they always come back with their tail between their legs to the source of the problem, the parents. <laughs> Just to get more what? Confirmation of abuse? For them to point out all your flaws so you can go, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That's, that's why it never works out for me. You're right. I don't deserve love. Wow. This, this was a great reminder. Thank you. So you can clean on to that desperation of craving love. <laughs> like, like I, I'm, and then the parent will be like, oh yeah, you are stupid, you are stupid. And then they, they leave and they're still on this invisible leash. Oh, I can't do that. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Like, 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 it's, I hope you guys see that what I'm saying. The child becomes like an, a conditioned little puppy even though they may not say it out loud because they know it's crazy, they still want their parent to just love them. To just wake up and be like, wow, I see you. I think you're incredible. And it's never going to happen. Or you're going to spend your whole life chasing it. Finally, when you're an adult, your parent is going to spit out some random bullshit like, oh yeah, sorry for all this trauma. <laughs> And then go right back to being who they are. Because that's just who they are. I wish I could insert that clip from BoJack Horseman when his mom finally admits it. And then he's just like, damn, that was underwhelming. And then they feel like a piece of them is wrong. Is 
not lovable, unworthy. And they carry those scars with them wherever they go. I think it's because they've been so programmed to find all of those faults. Like, let's put it in the most basic terms. If a parent is always like, you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid. The kid, even when the parent's not around, is thinking, I'm stupid. They have that duality where they're like, oh, no, I'm not. But, you know, deep down, they're always believing that they're stupid because their parents always said they're stupid. So even long after the parent's gone, the child will hold himself or herself back in so many opportunities, in so many possibilities for room for growth because they still have that core self-belief. I'm not worthy of that. I'm stupid. So in a way, they become their own abuser. It's a very interesting cycle. And then when the kid gets around the parent, the, 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 the parent just confirms that. That being the voices in their head, the deep core belief that was programmed into them by their parents, but now they have continued the cycle of abuse and they abuse themselves and the parents are just confirming that core belief because they're still craving the parents' love. They never found a way to truly validate and accept themselves for exactly who they are and heal from those core wounds. Nor have they seen their parents for who they truly are either. A part of them still thinks it's their fault. They deserve it. And they can say being around the parent doesn't bother them, doesn't have any effect on them. They don't want any validation. They're completely fine. But it does. It does. It hurts them. It hurts their energy. And deep down, they believe it because that's the person that they love so much. That was the person who was supposed to protect them, supposed to give them unconditional love. Like Even if your parents are complete shitbags... As children, we still put that idealistic responsibility onto our parents, even though they're humans, even though they probably had us way too young and were naive dumbasses themselves. You can't help it. You, it's human. It's so very, very, very human. I really hope you guys just picked up what I put down because I think I left some heavy truths out there, but not everyone is able to hear it. So a majority of this was recorded just now because I listened to that little thing and then it sparked imagination and then it led me bunny hop trail to one event to another. But I found another recording that I had made in Target. And I think I say something that has a pretty good point that I want to elaborate more on. So I'm going to insert that. I was like, do you not get that this is draining you? In my head, I'm thinking, man, this is the person that left you bleeding out on a couch. This is the person who took advantage of your youngness, your naivety, used you for everything you had, threw you out like trash, then told everyone how crazy and demonic and just lazy you are. Never really has a good thing to say about you, but she will say just enough nice things to make it seem like she's a really good-hearted person. (laughs) She was like, no. No, I think I've gotten to a place where I can be around her and it doesn't drain me. Why is that the goal? Why is that the goal? That you are so loyal to the people who you grew up with, the people who are your your blood, that the goal in life is to just be strong enough to be able to tolerate their presence, to be strong enough to have a big enough bubble of protection on that you don't come out feeling like a complete piece of shit. That's the goal. That's so sad. 
that's so sad. I've been shamed, misunderstood, beaten down, taken advantage of, brainwashed my entire life. I'm done. I'm just done. I don't need that in my life anymore. I got out. I got out for a reason. Why? Why would I ever go back? I would rather put a bullet in my head than ever step foot in that house again. I never want to associate with the place that I came from ever again. I don't want to know what's happening in their life. I don't care. I don't want them to look into my life, which I know they do anyways. I don't want to be attached to anything because the second I cut them out, this is the second I just, it was the first time I've ever been able to breathe. And now it's just been this huge process of realizing, oh, you can do that. You can say that. You are free. You are safe. No one's going to jump out at you. No one's going to chase you. No one's going to... You're safe. You're safe, Bethany. You're fine. You're okay. It's okay. Everything's okay. It's insane. It's insane. And I'm so grateful to be who I am because so many people never cut out their family. And I, quite frankly, don't understand why. They stay in the exact same spot, the exact same location, never really getting away from it. All I desire to do is get as far away as possible. And I will. Mark my words. I will fucking make it out of this godforsaken hellhole if it is my dying breath. I don't care how long it takes me. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And I'm never coming back. Why would I want to when every time I go out, all I see is all the pain that this place has wreaked havoc on? This isn't my home. This is not my home. If I don't feel good when I'm around you, if I don't feel... Like you are building me up, you are encouraging me to strive for better, to strive for more. If I feel drained around you, that's it. You're done. You're gone. Bye. I don't fucking need you in my life. Because quite frankly, I like being alone. I'm okay with being alone. And quite frankly, it's more peaceful. It's more fucking peaceful alone. I don't have to baby anyone or take care of anyone or coddle anyone's emotions or explain these trivial concepts to people. Basic human manners. I can just exist. And you know what? It's really nice. I don't need your approval. I don't need your validation. I don't need you to like me. You can pray over my soul every day that I'm not doomed to damnation. But I know who I am. And I love who I am. And I'd be more concerned about myself if I were you. <laughs> so if you made it this far, you might as well give it a like. Subscribe to whatever platform you're listening to this on. And I will see you tomorrow. Bethany out.